Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ivory Warrior Post Game Show. I'm Jeremy Forehand, your host for this evening's festivities. And we're going to recap the Diablo Warriors' big, big win versus Pascagoula. And we're also going to have a few interviews with uh, Coach Ladner. We talked talk to a big pile of the defensive line who had a really, really good game. Also talked to quarterback Connor Jones along with running backs TJ Jasper and Kevin Rogers. So... Warriors played their best, by far their best game of the entire season. They've had some, uh, you know, issues here and there, but they've cleaned up a good bit of stuff. And, you know, I talked about how they needed a complete pass as tackle and, you know, such. Well, tackling was about as good as it has been all season, without a doubt. And passing, I mean, he threw... If I remember right, he threw four passes, completed three. One of them was for a touchdown. So, you just got to be efficient. You don't have to be, you know, we're not David Klingler. We're not going to throw it 65 times. All you young folks, look it up. David Klingler, Andre Ware, University of Houston. Just look it up and you'll understand what I mean. Um, overall, great effort. Defensive line. Played a tremendous game, Isaiah, led by Isaiah Ladner and Shannon Donaldson. I mean, those two guys, bookends, were controlling the line of scrimmage on defense. Pascal only had about a little less than I think it was. I'm digging through my notes here, folks. Bear with me. Uh, they had 49 rushing yards, so under 50 yard, yards for the game. Uh, while while the offensive line paved the way for 300 yards, I believe it was. 317 rushing yards on offense. So I think the two lines were the key to the game. They just played their butts off. Worked really hard all week to gear up and uh, just had a great game. Um, you know, let's let's don't discount the rest of the team though. The rest of the team, this is a total team effort all the way. I like like I told Coach Ladner when we finished what our interview, I said this is a win from top to bottom. You know, from all the coach covering all the coaches, staff, and all the players. This is and then this is a group win. You know, so uh, just very very happy. And uh, want to give you a few. Give you a few leading stat lines from the game. Obviously, the the Warriors won thirty four twenty two. Um, Connor Jones, quarterback, was three of four for thirty three yards and a touchdown. He did have an interception. If Connor's listening, uh, Connor, one rule, one quarterback rule. It's like one of those ones that you hear. You only hear it whenever you throw a pick, and that's do not throw across the across your body. Into the middle of the field late. Okay? Just remember that. That's coming from your from the, the other QB. Okay. Um leading rushers on the night. Kevin Rogers had fifteen carries, one twenty nine with two touchdowns. Crosby had fourteen carries, ninety six yards and a touchdown. TJ Jasper chipped in twelve carries for sixty five yards. Kevin Rogers also had a TD catch, 37-yard touchdown pass. It was 
beautiful play. He came out of the backfield and uh, just ran clear of the linebackers and safety, and we was just wide open. Connor threw an awesome ball to him there. It was uh, That was in the second quarter, early in the second quarter, and uh, just it kind of set the tone. It changed a few things up. When they know that's in the back pocket, that changes that defense uh, against, the, against the offense, you know. Um, defensive leaders. Malcolm Gowdy, as usual, leads the team in tackles. Uh, number seven has an awesome year. And uh, he had a really good year last year. We'll talk to him. We're going to talk to him eventually one of these weeks. I've got to get, got to work it in. Uh, Jalen Barker had nine tackles. Shannon Donaldson had seven tackles, two tackles for losses, and one sack. Marquise Washington had seven tackles, a block kick, and a recovered fumble. Isaiah Ladner, like we talked about earlier, three tackles, three tackles for losses, and two sacks. Countless other pressures on the quarterback. A.J. Miles had four tackles and an interception. Brian Pittman's had five tackles and a pass breakup. Overall, best 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 uh, game, best played game by the defense, without a shadow of a doubt. And also was thoroughly happy with the three, you know, the three fun, the three things you need to win the game: offense, defense, specialties. Uh, you know, on the special teams. We had a hiccup on one extra point, but other than that, it was pretty flawless. Uh, Jackson Callagher had four, was four or five on his PATs. He had a sky kick, or yeah, a sky kick late in the game that was recovered by the Warriors. That pretty much was the dagger. Um, but I'm thoroughly pleased. Hopefully, the uh, faithful will enjoy this one, take it in a little bit, and. Uh, give coach a little breathing room you know they don't need to be in coach's butt all the time about win this win that do this do that you know just let the man do his job okay and uh be behind the team be behind the players like i've been saying but uh we'll be right back to you here in a minute we're gonna come back in just a minute we're gonna recap we're gonna go over the scoring for the game and then we're going to go over the scoreboard for the uh, lower six counties here before we jump into some interviews and we'll preview, you know, we'll try to, we'll attempt to preview Wayne County, our next opponent after this bye week. So stay tuned, guys. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Welcome, everybody, back to the... Dalvin Warrior post game show. Uh, we're going to hit this little scoreboard segment. We're also going to talk about some, the scoring, the final scoring from uh, the Diarvo Pascola game. Let me talk to you. So Pascola opened up this game pretty quick with a 16 yard touchdown pass uh, at 11:15 to go in the first quarter. Right off the bat, received the kick and went down the went down in a couple plays and scored. Pascal was up six to nothing. Warriors answer right back with a nice little drive. Kevin Rogers ends up scoring from one yard 
at 4.22 to go in the first to make it 7-6. to six. And then 20 set right before the end of the first quarter, uh, Pascal connects on another touchdown pass, a six-yard touchdown pass. Extra point was no good on the first two kicks. Uh, 12-7, Pascagoula heading into the second quarter. That's when the Warriors, Coach Ladner decided to, uh, let's let's catch them off guard with a little bit of pass. And uh, Connor Jones, Kevin Rogers, 37-yard touchdown pass at 9.22 to, in, to go in the second quarter. Warrior extra point by Jackson Calgary is good. 14-12 lead. At the beginning of the second quarter, um, Pascola will get a field goal to take the retake the lead at 2:21 to go in until the half. 32-yard field goal to go up 15 to 14. Warriors get the opening kickoff to start the third quarter. Kevin Rogers with 35-yard touchdown run at 10:12 to go. Warriors were up 21-15. Pascal comes right back with another touchdown pass. 61-yard touchdown pass at 840 in the third to go up 22-21. Then the Warriors were driving. They had a third, if I remember right, third and 21. Coach calls a draw play. Andre Crosby takes the handoff and then breaks the line on the draw and says, Coach, I'm going to take it to the house. 60-yard touchdown run. 238 until the fourth in the third. 27 22 to Warriors at that point. Then the Warriors had that heavy drive there late in the fourth where they converted two fourth downs due to an offsides penalty to, on penalties on Pascagoula to continue to drive. Crosby stuffs it in from, from four yards out at 223 to make it the final score 34 22. And then the Warriors. Recovered the ensuing sky kick, and it was just a couple, couple first one first down and a couple kneels downs, and it was all she wrote. So the Warriors did a great job once again. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Okay. Well, guess what, Coach Moore? We won a game, so we can count that out. But uh, this is a long way from the playoffs, long way from anything else other than non-district games. Um, Warriors will be off this week, and then they will travel to Waynesboro to play the Wayne County War Eagles two weeks from tonight. So just stick around, folks. I'm going to get situated, and we're going to be back to talk about, talk about the lower six counties and the uh, scores from throughout the area and just banter a little bit and – just have a little fun. Be right back, guys. Get ready for an action-packed season with the D'Iberville High Warriors and David Cranning Allstate Agency, proud supporter of D'Iberville Warrior football. Just as the Warriors defend their turf, the David Cranning Allstate Agency is here to defend what matters most to you. Join the winning spirit this season. Swing by the David Cranning Allstate Agency to explore your insurance options tailored just for you. Or reach out at 228-300-4880. Remember, you're in good hands with David Cranning Allstate. It's nothing. 
Nothing. nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Or I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah, unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah, Macho Madness. Yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania three. Yeah, let me see it. Yeah, let me see it. And let me point to the president the Nothing like getting a little macho man to get you pumped up and ready to go. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about some scores and, uh, of course, throw some sound effects in and just whatever, whatever I'm up for here. Uh, a little bit of burning. We're burning the midnight oil over here at the forehand household, so... I'm hanging in there, but uh, got to get it done, folks. At 11 o'clock, kickoff tomorrow. It's going to get here before I know it. Watch a little LSU versus Mississippi State. Also some Seminoles versus the Boston College Eagles. So first game right off the bat. And uh believe this team was down 21 to nothing at some point, but what can you say about the pick you and maroon tide coming back from 21 down to uh, upend the Gulfport Admirals? 28-21, two, two, two of the top-ranked teams here in the lower six. Maroon tide just continues to win when they need to win. Um, I noticed also I was trying to watch some highlights there of the games just kind of get an idea of what's going on, but I didn't seem to see a whole lot of Chris Davis in those highlights for Big Ewan. So I'm curious to know if he's nursing an injury and didn't play tonight. And and if he didn't play and they put did what they did to the Admirals, who I believe to be the team to beat in Region 4 7A, that's uh, major trouble for the Region 4 6A teams. That's uh, off to the Maroon Tide. For a big win, another big win to get that win number two on the new streak. So, Resurrection beats Mon Olive 23 0. The Greyhounds of Ocean Springs battled the Natchez Bulldogs. Ocean Springs comes out victorious 39 14. Hattiesburg, Biloxi, a lot of points scored. Unfortunately, they were scored for the Tigers. Hattiesburg, 53, Biloxi, 28. Woo! <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Woo! Um, up at Perkinston, Stone beat St. Martin, 30-13. to 13. Yellow Jackets are still winless uh, at 0-4. Stone wins their first game of the season. Uh, Harrison Central traveled to Tallertown. They've, I mean, they've been on the road here this first two out of three weeks. Um Traveling to Tyler Town and equipment. Harris Central 55 to 36 over Tyler Town. Let me talk to you. Basker Chan, St. Stanislaus. It's a little bit of a rivalry. It's not the you know, it's not the crab trap, but uh it's a little bit of a rivalry game there. The the Battle of Bridge, as they say. Um Stanislaus, St. Stanislaus twenty four to twenty is the final over Pass Christian. St. Stanislaus looked at Bay High, they looked at Pass, and they said, Acknowledge me! 
Correct. Um, St. Patrick, two in a row, two wins in a row. Uh, they defeat Benjamin Franklin out of Louisiana, thirty-five to seven. That gives them two straight wins for the Fighting Irish. Um, shout out Coach Quincy Patrick and the Wes Harrison Hurricanes. Another big victory that uh, puts them at three and one on the season, forty-two to seven over Bay High. That's you know what can I say? That here's here's this one's dedicated to Coach Patrick. Woo! Because Coach Patrick likes wrestling, just like any any of the rest of us. Woo! Um, East Central, uh, North Pike. North Pike comes out on top. I saw East Central had that lead early in, and uh, North Pike comes out twenty five to fourteen on that one. Gaucher Moss Point, uh, one of those Jackson County little rivalries there, but you know that Moss Point Gaucher Pascula section there. Gaucher comes out on 27 to 7 there. I mean, the Gators are sitting at 2 and 2 on the season with the win over Diarville Moss Point, you know, and a close loss to Pascagoula. Next one up is uh, George County and the Cleve. George County Rebels. Back in the win, back on the winning ways, twenty-eight to fourteen over to Cleve to move to three and one. Uh, George County, you know, much as people might not like it, just biding the, biding the time until they can get Deuce Knight back in at quarterback and uh, amp this amp this Rebels offense up even more than it already is. Um, here's one I wasn't surprised, you know, but I also think this team is. Uh, a lot better than folks may realize. Hancock traveled to pedal tonight. Uh, the Hancock Hawks all over pedal, forty-six to seven. Acknowledge me. Yeah, the Hawks are for real, four and zero heading into next week. Uh, Hancock may be one to watch. They're uh, they're in a little bit of a tough tough region with uh, you know George County, Picayune, Long Beach, that that bunch. So. Hancock's got a shot to squeeze in at a two spot and possibly give Picayune a little bit of trouble there. Um, a little Pearl River County matchup. Popperville, 49-12 over Pearl River Central. But the last score of the night is a pretty special one for a, for one of my best friends. You know, he's the principal at this particular school. But this team's been dealing with a lot of Tough ones here and there, you know. Things sometimes, games are out of control and da 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 da. But shout out to the Long Beach Bearcats getting their first victory after twenty. I think it's twenty nine consecutive losses. I mean, that's that's tough to deal with, tough to go through. But they got off the schneid tonight as Chris Berman used to say. So shout out to Long Beach Bearcats and getting that getting that first win of the season. Woo! So uh, y'all stick around for me, guys, and uh, we got Coach Ladner coming up here in a minute. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll talk to the defensive line, and we'll talk with Connor Jones, TJ, and Kevin Rogers. So just – Stick, stay tuned. We'll be right back with you here shortly. 
Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in Diaberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit, you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Joining me now on the broadcast is uh, the, the defensive line of the Diary Warriors, allowing 49 yard rushing yards tonight to the Panthers, and uh, they were spurring the effort on a big victory tonight. Uh, joining me is Isaiah Ladner, Shannon Donaldson, C.C. Cooper, Ladarius Jackson, and Stephen Lewis, and Darian Robinson. Who's our guy that's missing, Isaiah? Jaden Johnson. Jaden Johnson. We, we got to shout our guy out to uh, Isaiah. You leading the way. Tonight had a really good game, a couple yes, sacks, yeah, couple pressures. Uh, what did what did y'all see on film that that made everything work tonight? Uh, we seen they don't like they don't like physicality. Uh, I feel like coming in the game we we was gonna be way more physical, and we was gonna take advantage of their softness, I guess you could say. And then we wanted this one, so yeah, our boy could, had to come out and eat. You could definitely see the uh, the motivation. On the uh, the entire team, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, but but y'all spurred the effort. Did y'all see something throughout the game that triggered y'all on the on the rushing game that helped? You know, you made the made the Panthers uh, one dimensional. You know, stopping the defense, stopping the running game. I should say. Uh yeah. Uh on film we seen that uh wherever the blocking back went, that's mainly where they was gonna go. So every time we seen the blocking back, we all talk to each other. So we on the same page. Yeah. What did y'all what do y'all what did y'all see throughout the game that uh helped y'all to contain the running game, guys? Just jump in. Jump in. Uh really we had to squeeze as DNs and we had to hold contain on the outside and just, you know, wrap up and tackle. Yeah, that that's that's one thing I'll bring up in front of y'all. You know, we've we've talked about it on the broadcast, we talked about it on here. Uh, tackling. Tackling has been mm-hmm. an issue in the first three games. Yes, sir. And this yeah, was yeah. like a total 180 the way y'all were tackling. Now, y'all had, you know, there was a couple plays here and there, but overall, y'all tackled very good. Did a really good job. Uh, I like the effort of the entire defense. You know, uh, shout out the rest of you guys. Give me your, your linebackers and your defensive backs, you know, that are behind y'all. Give them a little shout out. Shout out to Michael Gowdy. Okay. Shout yeah. out to Jimmy Jackson. Give me them all. Give me them all. Marquise Washington. Shout out to Jalen Barker. Yeah. 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 Shout out to A.J. Miles. Brian. Shout out to Brian Pitman. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Hey, big win all the way around. This is just the beginning. Y'all got a week week off to to look at film, figure out some some things that need to be improved on. Uh, Y'all did a great great job today. It was awesome. Awesome effort. Awesome job all the way around. A plus, A plus for the defensive line tonight. <laughs> thank, you, sir, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, if any of y'all got Miss Bennett, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. y'all take take it easy on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Isaiah Ladner, Shannon Donaldson, CC Cooper, Ladarius Jackson, 
Stephen Lewis, Darren Robinson, Defense Line Warriors. Did a great job tonight. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Next Level Performing Arts Studio is celebrating 20 years of excellence in performing arts education. Founded in 2004 by the Iberville alumni Jennifer Crone Densing, TNL offers dance, music, after-school arts programs, and more. Register now to be a part of their 20th anniversary season. Classes are open to girls and boys ages 2 and up, and beginners are always welcome. Find them on Facebook or give them a call at 396-2901 and take your performance to the next level. Joining me now on the broadcast is a majority of the backfield here. I got number one quarter. I got the quarterback, Connor Jones. I got two of the running backs, TJ Jasper, Kevin Rogers. We're missing our uh, our man in the middle, Andre Crosby. Uh, big game tonight, big win. Uh, Connor, you know, you got a little banged up at times. Uh, how, how did this win feel overall? Just a big, big team victory. It was the best feeling. As soon as I took that knee for the, for the win, it was just – a feeling I haven't had in a long time. And yeah. uh, the win was just a big momentum shift for this team. I think we really needed it. Well, you, you remember what I, what I said to y'all when I came and talked to y'all that day? Do you what? remember how I talked about remembering where you throw that first, where I threw my first touchdown mm -hmm. pass and just the feeling of all of that? That's the kind of stuff I was trying to tell y'all about. I mean, it's just something about that place that we play, that we play at that once it gets going, it's just magical. But, uh, Great, great job on the offense all night long. You know, definitely turn around from how these first three weeks have went. Uh, what did y'all see on the defense that helped you to get the running game going and to uh, essentially help in the victory? Well, they didn't want to play war football, so we just pounded them and pounded them until they just couldn't, couldn't get up no more, so. We was just playing war football for all four quarters, and that's what we had to do to get the win. Yeah, it's uh, just – and, I, you know, I noticed – I saw a few different wrinkles on the play call and that coach hadn't put in at this point. How, how many did he sneak in there tonight that we haven't seen in a game yet tonight? Was it about – I know I saw the two – I don't know what y'all called. We called them inside reverses where y'all come from oh, the yeah. wingback position. Yeah, of the yeah. That was your oh, play, yeah. CJ. Um, so we saw a few of those. Was there, was there any other ones that I'm missing that we hadn't seen yet? No, the, no. The, the touchdown pass was that? Has that? Have we no, seen well, that? Well, we we just missed it. Missed earlier? it, yes, sir. Yeah, we just we missed, missed it. it, but we got it down now. We got yeah, it down. Got it down. Well, I mean, you know, you you don't don't beat yourself up. You're only in game number four, Connor. So it takes it takes time. It'll things will start to slow down. You'll get to see the field a lot easier mm -hmm. coming up. So, mm -hmm. uh, TJ, you you just get loose. Figuring it out. Yes, uh, how do you feel these first four games have been for you, and what do you what do you see on your side that you need to improve on to, to just continue to get better? I just need to keep doing my job and see the field better. But I just need to keep doing my job every week, every game, and everybody will be successful. Uh, Kevin, big night. Two two rushing touchdowns, one passing, one TD reception. Uh, Everything seemed to be going your way, buddy. Uh, mm -hmm. How'd you how'd you feel, you know, as that game was going and you just continued to get your spots and, and making big plays? I mean, I was just seeing it all night. I mean, they would shift over to the right. I just cut back left. It was just easy. I mean, the experience I have, uh, TJ called me the vet. <laughs> I know I'm like the old head around here because I know a lot of stuff. But 
yeah, the experience, just seeing it before, years before. So, uh, yeah, they just overplayed me, cut back. They weren't ready for it. So I just had a big night. Connor, give uh, you know, obviously what y'all what y'all do is uh, can't be done without the the guys in front of you, the mm-hmm. five guys oh, yeah. that are usually in front of them. Connor, give me a, a quick shout out to those five guys. Start you know with the tight end included, of course. Shout out to Jamel. Shout out to Keegan. He need to stop jumping though. He need to stop. <laughs> he need to stop getting jumpy. But shout out to Keegan and shout out to Robert too. And Jeremiah. Shout out Jeremiah and Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. Caleb's Caleb a lot. Caleb's been a big factor this year. Yes, he has. He's, he's young. Only a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah. He's young. He's good. Let me uh, tell me tell me how coach was. Uh, it's fourth and about four. Right there late in the fourth quarter. And uh, obviously we're coming in to do a hard count. We get the center to jump. Uh, what was what was coach's uh, – how was coach's – Coaching you up on that play, basically. How was he coaching y'all up? What was he talking about? Anything like that, Connor? Especially with you, because that's that's on you with the inflection of your voice and things like that. When Keegan jump? No, when their guys when jump their guys to get jump. the first down, the first oh, first yeah. down. When he jumped, he was he was very undisciplined. Like you could tell, he was he was doing it the whole game. Like whenever I would say ready, he would flinch every yeah. single time. And then I was telling coach we need to. Me and Coach Brown were telling Coach Lightner that we need to do some zip nothing or whatever to get him to jump because he would do it every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's the now you now you're pulling me in right there, Connor. I like those things you see in the game. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, guys, what y'all gonna do? You got a week off. Uh, first of all, what you gonna do tomorrow? Give me what you gonna watch tomorrow, Kevin, or do uh, or hang out. What man. are you gonna do? I well, mean, you gotta get ready for the dance. I know that, but what else you gonna do? Watch a lot of college football. Um, you got a game circle that you want to see? Uh, Besides Colorado. I, no, I'm, no I'm, <laughs> I'm, probably, well, I'm probably not even going to watch that game. Uh, it's probably going to be a blowout. But Tennessee, Florida, uh, LSU, Mississippi State, That's because mm-hmm. that's my team. And then besides college football, I'll probably catch them on some wrestling. I know you're a big wrestling fan. Going to catch up on some SmackDown. Yeah. happened tonight. So yeah. Let me talk to you. Yes, sir, LA uh, Knight. What about you, TJ? What are you looking to do tomorrow? I'll probably just get in some active recovery tomorrow. Joining me now on the broadcast is uh, head coach Josh Ladner. Coach, it's a lot easier to talk to me tonight, ain't it? Yeah, always after a win, it, it feels um, a whole lot better. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, big, big victory. Uh, very proud of the effort and uh, just overall execution on all three phases, you know. I mean, really, the only hiccup I can think of is the, you know, the extra point with the didn't have a guy out, and then we missed extra points. So that's just about the only bad thing I could think of on the overall on the night, you know? Right. That was just a mental error by one of my sophomores that I have on the field. Um, but but that really – that wasn't even a penalty. The penalty was offsides by, I think, my left tackle or something. So they didn't even notice all the people running on and off. But, uh, but yeah, that, so that, that and the one interception we threw – uh, right there before the half, I thought it was pretty bad. Um, can't do that kind of stuff, and and our quarterback took a big hit right there. So, um, was just trying to see if we could stop the clock or complete a pass and get out of bounds, and then see if we can get a field goal range. Um, so, but but it just yeah, that that really was the only thing um, that uh, that stands out to me. Talk about the uh, defensive line, offensive line. How how you felt they did tonight, and. They were the 
they they were leading the charge, you know, towards this win, I believe. I agree. Um, you know, it always it, – you know, your fronts have so much to do with a football game. You know, they, they don't get enough recognition, but – you know, uh, they definitely are growing up a little bit. We we had a lot of a uh, lot more consistency this week in practice as far as who was practicing where, and I think it really helped us to find our rhythm early in the game. And then, of course, the backs. Um, you know, it just became consistent where the holes were, and they were able to kind of find those uh, those extra yards uh, late in the game when we needed it the most. Uh, but yeah, I was I was very proud of how they both played defensive line wise. Um, they shut they shut the run down. I mean, I think they had less than fifty yards rushing, um, and it and it really didn't require a whole lot of linebacker help. I mean, our D line was really playing well, and again, the consistency there helped out as well. You know, having Shannon and Isaiah at the end every play and not having them rotate. So, um, but I, I hope that we found maybe a recipe here to help us with success moving forward. Yeah, I think Isaiah had a huge game. Uh, great job on defense. Um, we're going to go back a little bit. Let's go into that last drive there in the fourth quarter. All right. Um, what, what was the – what were you talking to the guys and telling them when it was fourth and about four on that first fourth down? And we were lining up. You were trying to get them to jump, obviously. But what was the kind of sentiment you were telling these guys to uh, get them in the game and get them on, get them on the same path as you? Um. I don't remember actually. I, I know I know on that last drive, you talking about in the fourth quarter to begin the fourth quarter. Well, I think we had like ten minutes and forty one seconds left on the clock, and Connor came to me and he said, "He said, Coach, we can run the whole clock out." And I said, "I, I know." I said, "I think we can too." I said, "Well, let's get some first downs." And then we did. Have, we had a first a first down run that I remember that went pretty well. I think it was like maybe second and six, and then the next play was a penalty. And then the next play was a penalty, and we ended up third and long. And I, I was like, oh, Lord. So, or second and long. And I ran a reverse to TJ. TJ had a great run. He cut it up and got us close, at least manageable. I think it was like third. It was third about fourth and, and four, I believe. Yeah, it was something like that. And so, um, and then, our, and then of course, the offsides penalty. And that was huge, you know. But they were tired, and I hadn't done it all game. And, but – you know, those things work better when you have your running game working. Yeah. You know, it was believable. Like, they thought, okay, we, you know, when, when, a, when a defense respects what you're doing, they think, okay, they can run this play and be successful. They know, you know, they, they, they respect it. So, um, I don't know. We're just making the, making the speed sweep works makes, makes everything work in our offense. So, we just – but, again, it, it really was the blocking up front and the, and the back seeing the holes. So. That goes into uh, what you – was talking about the uh, touchdown pass to Kevin Rogers there. I mean, beautiful yeah. throw, beautiful pitch and catch. Yep. I mean, that was just that's the kind of thing we you know I Joe I I'm thinking you're 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 talking the opposite to what I'm usually saying. Hey, I want him to throw to open up the run. Yeah. But you're wanting to run to open up the throw Absolutely. or vice versa. You know. So well, that's how it works best. You know, we, we it, two twofold one. Play action passes are more open. Yes. When you when they respect your run. Two, the uh, the pass rushes slow down. You yeah. Know, because they're having to oh wait where's the ball and then look back, but also when you've been grinding on them for a while they're tired and so that pass rush is not quite as not quite as great. So um, anyways it, it it just helps us out all around with a young offensive line, inexperienced offensive line, and an inexperienced quarterback. We have to have a strong running game, you know, first and foremost to get that established. And then everything else opens up from there.
tackling was what did, what can you say about how you how how did you feel the tackling was tonight? I I, I thought it was extremely better than what it has been. You know, I still think there's a, a couple steps that they could take at times, but I mean, other, overall, I thought it was good. I agree, um, thousand times better. Uh, we we have been emphasizing tackling. Uh, we we do it all the time, but it was just it just wasn't clicking. And so, um, yeah, I think we practiced a little bit different this week, which helped. But I thought definitely our our tackling took a trend in the proper direction tonight, especially in the front seven. Our secondary is still not tackling well, but. Um, but that we'll figure that out. And uh, but you know, um, really for me, the key was special teams. You know, and, and really all the games that we lost, we played terrible special teams, with the exception of Picking. A Picking was a okay. Gaucher was horrendous, um, and we did everything wrong imaginable. Allowed huge kickoffs, um, missed extra points, blocked punts. I mean, it was just everything you can think of. We messed it up, and so we went back to the drawing board on special teams. and really worked hard on that the last several weeks, and um, and of course Columbia, we gave up the kickoff return for a touchdown, and it just was bad all around. So, um, but I think if we played great special teams like we did tonight, you know. It probably impacts those games in a positive way. At least the score is closer. I'm not sure to say we would win, but um, but we'd have a much better chance to, for sure. So I, I also have to brag on my special team. So they they did great tonight. Uh, let's talk about the quarterback. Uh, took a big, like you said, took a big hit on that on that yeah. one interception. Um, was out a couple plays, but it was right before the half. So he he had the time time at halftime to kind of wake the, wake it up a little bit and get moving, but. Uh, Talk about talk about how how gutty of a performance it was by the quarterback. Oh, there's nothing. No, you know, no, I'm never going to question Connor's toughness. You know, he's a tough kid. You know, um, tonight was um, you know it was scary, really. You know, because I I knew I had a, I have other options, um, but they're also they're younger options. You know, so it's it's just a little a little different. And of course, you know, when you're quarterback, the guy you practice all your handoffs with and all your plays. So you're bound to be a little bit limited um, if you have to go to someone else. So even though I wasn't going to ask him to pass if I didn't have to, even he said he could, but I'd really just needed him in there really to manage and game, you know, because having a quarterback in the huddle, getting everybody lined up, making sure everybody's lined up correctly, and then, you know, and just making sure they're hitting the right holes is just, it's important, you know, so um, and in the flow of the game. So. That was really what I was most concerned about because I knew we could run the football on him. I didn't think we needed to pass it on him, but um, but him in there just to manage was huge. And he and he sucked it up and went. I tried to early on. I tried to run the play in with my exes, and then he just he just started just running over. So I guess he was feeling better. I think as the game went on. But I, I was I I caught I thought I caught that. I was going to ask you, but I didn't want you to get get upset with me for asking. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I thought I spied a couple guys running the plays in. Hey, that was we, we got we got innovative, <laughs> didn't we? Um, but uh, next thing you know, I'm signaling in. I might be signaling in, huh? But uh, no, but but you tell know, tell me I, how many wristbands you want, and I'll buy you some. Yeah. Well, listen. Here's the deal with that. Yeah. And people say I, I've done I, wristbands. I, I'm I've looking done on. Wristbands. I kind of under. I kind of think I got an idea, but I, yeah. I'd like to hear. I would, just because I got a kind of idea of both sides. I, I get a lot of criticism, so I'd love to love to share this with you. It's several things, okay? One, I've done wristbands before, okay? And we have – I have one-word plays. We could do that at any yeah. moment. But I like the continuity of him coming to me and me being able to say, hey, 
you know, this is look for this or mm-hmm. hey, watch for this. I also think it calms him down a little bit, you yeah. know, to come back and hear my voice and me to be able to because we have that kind of relationship. Um, or if he has a question, yeah, you know, he can ask me and, and, and say, "What should I look for here?" And I can tell him. Um, it also helps with the flow of the game in today's offensive schemes. They everybody runs up to the line. The defense is able to line up, you know, and then they they run the play. If you notice on the other side, the defensive coordinator almost is always saying, watch for this, watch for that. I mean, I was listening to the defense coordinator call out, screen, oh, it's a screen, you know. But, um, you know, you, you you don't have that opportunity as much as when you break the huddle, line up fast, run the play. You know, now and we hit them with motion and different formations, it's an advantage for us to huddle up and have him come to me, and it just kind of continues the flow of the game. And uh, so anyways, I, I think what we'd be giving up is an advantage. I think it's an advantage for us. And a lot, don't, a lot of people don't do it anymore. Yeah. So the more rare it becomes, the harder it is to prepare for. So, Gotcha. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I was more along the lines that <laughs> sometimes the play may have gotten mixed up Lost in translation, if we shall we say, if somebody runs it in. That's what I was on the line. I was well, to that point because I've, I've been there and had it happen. And another so. thing is the, with all the formations uh, that we do, and we yes. do a lot of formations yes. and motions, there's no way to fit all that on a card. I've tried. I mean, yeah. we've, we've had 90 play cards. You just can't. You know, you just can't do it. So, uh, And that, again, would be limiting, I think, what we are able to do if I were to try to do it. So, anyways, that's why we do what we do. Appreciate you asking. Hey, no problem. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to dance around certain subjects, yeah. but I'm glad that was one finally got yeah. out in the open. But uh, Kevin Rogers, great game. First yeah. of all, let's talk about the two back, the the three headed monster, if we want to say TJ, Kevin, and Andre. Uh, Andre yeah. accounted for two touchdowns. Kevin had two rushing, one reception. Um, what what can you say about those three and about your your backs all all the way around? You know, very proud of them. Um, I think it was it was evenly distributed about how you would want it to be um, when you're um, when you're running our type of offense. Had you know, Andre had 14 carries, Kevin had 15, and and then uh, TJ had 12. That's kind of how you want it to be partitioned. Um, again, we haven't had consistency, you know. So I had the same backs all game long, and I told him you're just gonna stay in until you can't go anymore, and. Um, I think that helped them to get get a feel for the game a little bit better. But then I used Marquise on to kind of come in and uh, pivotal first down right there on the opening drive was fourth and five. Ran ran something to him and he. So I, I you know, he came in in opportune moments, um, but was able to be a little bit more fresh on defense. So, anyways, just helped us all around. I'm very very proud of how they ran. I thought they saw the holes better than they've seen it all year. Um, and that's how that's how we have to be. You know, we have to run like that. And ran hard. I thought Kevin ran stupendously hard. Um, Andre got loose on that on that one, um, but he was getting the tough yards inside. So I was proud of him for that. Uh, where where's this draw call been? Where's the draw play been? And you've been hiding so, that in your pocket or something? Where? I, well, I? honestly, I tried to run it um, against Goshe and yeah. it got blown up. But we ran it wrong. We blocked it wrong, and we did it too fast. Yeah. You got to be patient with the draw. So I went back to you know um, practice, and I said, guys, this is where we messed up. Corrected it. Practiced it for several more weeks. I didn't even run it last week. Didn't plan on running it this week. I actually had a different play called. 
But I said, but then it was going to require him to throw it. So I said, well, it's third and 15. Let's try the draw. So I ran it, and he scored on it. Well, so I mean, I you know, sometimes it's the right call at the right time. And yeah. he pulled it out at the right time. I, I got a, You got props for that Thank one you. from me, for sure. But uh, big win. I know you I know you feel tremendously better to get that monkey off your back. Um, I don't know if you want to try to explain it, but just tell everybody how you feel getting that – Number one victory and, yeah. and, and getting a little bit of the pressure off of you. Well, picking you on the side, I felt like um, I felt like we should have been, I don't know, competing more. You know, I thought – I didn't think that the teams we were playing were as, as – uh, I guess as, as much better as the score indicated. You thought you we know? were you – were, you basically we thought we were under underperforming. Yeah. Basically. Well, yes. Somewhat. And I, and I didn't see the things I saw in practice and those were frustrating to me. So – as a coach, I got to go back and figure out, well, what am what are we doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? How can I get this right? And ultimately, it's my responsibility. And um, and I and I anyways changed several things this week, you know, because when you when the momentum is not going your way, it's like a rocket ship. You know, you got to it's like you, to get it to take off takes an immense amount of fuel and pressure. And then once you get it going, you can kind of – so when the momentum's not going your way, you got to change a lot to shift it. And so um, I thought, okay, well, I need to change a lot of stuff. And I said – and I, I knew I wasn't changing the offense. I wasn't changing the defense. It, it had to been – I felt like we needed to change how we prepared. And so I changed some things, and it, and it worked out. All the rotating backs and all the rotating linemen and all the rotating people on defense, I thought – was smart early in the season because uh, all the heat regulations and the inconsistency with practice, my thought process was let's have fresh guys in as much as possible win with our cardio. But in doing that, we lost some consistency and, and lost some flow. So I just I said, screw it. So went back to how it's like, look, this is my 11 guys, this is my 11 guys, and this is what we're, we're going to go to board with these guys, and, um, and this is how it's going to be. And we practiced that way all week long, and I do feel like it – it did help us 100%. So proud of, proud of the guys. So we got an off week. Uh, yeah. Got a little time to clean a few things up and gear up for uh, getting a little Wayne extra County. prep time for Wayne County. That's right. Um, what are you looking – what's the schedule going to be for the guys and what do you what do you think you're going to do and go forward this week? Are you going to yeah. um, loosen it up a little more than normal or, you know, that sort of thing? What's, what's, what's the week on the bye week going to be for – the Warriors. So um, we're still, you know, I, I, it's not an off week. It, yeah. It's a, it's an extra week of preparation. And so that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it with them. Um, probably, I don't want to get their hopes up or the parents' hopes up. But I got gotcha. you. Probably won't play. We probably won't practice too late, you know, especially earlier on in the week. Yeah. Because we have the extra day of yeah. preparation on Friday. Um, I want to try to get them out of here a little sooner. But at the same time, make sure that we're, not relaxed, you know, because again, it, we can't just let the week fly by and we haven't used it to our advantage, yeah. you know, because we're playing a very good team. You know, it's, Wayne County's a, a storied program, um, a tremendous matchup, and it's our first long road game. So there's several things that we're going to have to hurdle here. Um, so, I, but I want to make sure that we're ultra prepared for what they're going to do, and we have a great game plan in place, and that that extra week works to our benefit. So. Have you have you looked into them? How how what do we what do we do to expect from the War Eagles? Um, very athletic, you know, as you can probably imagine. I, I have watched some film on them again. My most of my preparation this week have been you know past school. I glanced at Wayne County a little bit today with the what uh, with some film that I had, 
and uh, they're 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 a well coached football team. Uh, they uh, are balanced, very similar to kind of what we played tonight. You know, athletic, um, big. Um, you know, uh, again, expectations there are high. So they're going to come in. We're going to go in there, and they're going to expect to try to try to beat us. So, um, and uh, I think the last time we played them was at their place with a very good football team that we had, and it still was a tight ball game. I think we it was hot that day, twenty eight twenty one, really hot that day. Yeah, we ran out of water at halftime. That was my fault. But um, that press box was about one hundred and twenty. Yes, really? Yeah, wow. it was pretty hot. Yeah, it was hot that day. You're right, it was early in the season. First game of the season. Dealt with COVID. We yep. had a battle. All that I remember. Um, but uh, anyways, it, it's it's going to be a similar football team, you know. Uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna be balanced, like I said, and and uh, can throw it and run it, and uh, great fast defense, you know, fast defense. Well, coach, uh, great job again tonight. I want to give some props to the to y'all head to toe from the head coach down to everybody on the field. Thank you, coaching staff. Everybody did a great job. Yes, very happy with the win. Yes. Just like the rest of the everybody that was there. And uh enjoy this weekend and uh go watch you some go watch the dogs against the tigers at what's about eleven AM. What's the tomorrow. big game? Is that the big game? That's one of them. Uh, who's Alabama bouncing back with? They playing uh at South Florida. Okay. So they dealing with some more cattle. They yes. dealt with the Longhorns, now they got the Bulls. So there you go. Um Mississippi State. You got two early, two early games that are uh, Mississippi State and uh LSU. Minnesota has a big matchup, don't they? Yeah. Playing, um uh, I need a I need to call I need to call my, my mom and you know, call the mom and get, get some info. Is but it Nebraska? Uh, no, it's no, they played them that was who they played last week or the week prior. Okay. I wanna say it's not Northwestern, is it? Anyways. Maybe. We gotta watch our we gotta watch our Wally brothers tomorrow. Yep. And uh Florida State, Boston College early on at eleven, so There you go. Other and then, than that. And of course, uh you got Colorado, Colorado State. Well, with that's, the hat and glasses. Yeah, don't look out. I, I, uh, speaking of that, I appreciate you not wearing your sunglasses while we're talking. No I appreciate problem. that. Out of respect for you. <laughs> that's Josh Ladner, uh, head coach of the Iowa Warriors. Uh, big win tonight. Big win. Thanks, coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hockey fans, Seawolves Action is back at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum November 18th. Head to our website, MississippiSeawolves.com, or call our office today, 228-999-8333. If you're looking for that cool Seawolves merch, head to SeawolvesMerch.com and check out our online store today offering great merchandise deals. Thank you to the Talking Ball Podcast, official partners of the Mississippi Seawolves. Talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Yeah, I appreciate that. Tell them, Rick, uh, previewing the, what we can of the Wayne County War Eagles. Uh, we will travel to Wayne County on. Let me get this computer to move. Travel to Wayne County on Friday, September the 29th. It'll be our last non-division game going into the division schedule. Uh, it would also be the last night of heat timeouts. So 
one and three, the Arville Warriors will travel to at right as of tonight. The one and two, Wayne County War Eagles. Uh, so far, Wayne County has lost forty-nine to zero to Oak Grove. They beat Green County fifty-one to nineteen, and they lost to West Jones forty-one to seven. Wayne County's is a very comp- storied program. Uh, I'm gonna try to pull some info up about them, but a very storied program that have won state championships. You know, it may, it may, it it seems as though they've been down. And when I say down, I don't mean, you know, down in the dumps. I just mean down, like down there, not like they used to be down. So Wayne County has only had a school since 1989. They have won four state championships in 02, 03, 06, and 15. That was, this was the five, Wayne County was the 5A champ when we were, when D'Arville won state in 2002 as the 4A champ. So they played Friday night last game. We played Saturday night last game. So that's kind of things you remember at certain times. Um, this will be, I'm trying to move here. This will be the second. This will be the only second time we've played each other. Of course, the last game was COVID year, 20, 2020, not September 4th, 2020. And uh, the Warriors played them first game of the year. Me and Coach Ladner will talk about it a little bit. Uh, 28-21. So I'm looking forward. It's a great facility. You know, if you're an Auburn fan, it's a – Great place to go because they have the same colors and the same look as the Auburn Tigers. Only difference is, is they call themselves the War Eagles and they have a War. They're you know they're a War Eagle. They're not called the War Eagles and then say, oh, but I'm the Tiger. You know, no, that's just Auburn. Okay, so, but back back on to this. Uh, I expect a good bet out of them, Wayne County. Uh, so far through these first three games, have scored 58 points and given up 109 points. So I would expect the Warriors to have a, a chance to uh, move the ball a little bit and get a few points on on the board. Um, it's just going to be a battle, you know. That's gonna that's a very long bus ride, and sometimes it uh, takes a little bit to get going on that, you know. You can't just pull up on a – you can't just jump into cheese, drive in an hour and a half and say – What's happening, partner? And then blow somebody out the water, you know. Nope, it's hard. It's hard work. going to take a lot out of those kids, and it's going to take a lot out of those coaching staff to get these kids ready to go and geared up for that bus ride. And, you know, hopefully – Hopefully tonight's win has turned the corner for the Warriors and uh, we'll continue on up and up. But uh, as always, I appreciate you guys, appreciate y'all, you guys from tuning in. You know, because of uh, how the guys did and tonight and whatnot, I'm going I'm to play a little song out for a little bit on the way out. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank you. Uh, let all your friends and family know to, Subscribe to the Talking Ball Y'all app. 
and then tune in for the Diarville Warrior post game show. I have a Facebook page on uh, covering the Diarville Warrior post post game show. So like and follow that page for all you for all your stuff concerning the post game show and any interviews and such that I can get on there. You know that's where it's at. So I appreciate y'all all. I'm gonna sign out. Get this thing wrapped up and uh, rest a little bit. Get get ready for that those two eleven o'clock games tomorrow. And uh, just remember this, folks. Some people get mad if you tell them not to not to talk to you with your head with their sunglasses on. Okay, so make it work. All right. 